Hi guys, welcome to the very first episode of Good Chaos. This is the Good Chaos podcast and I am Riley, the host and creator of the show. So I'm really excited to get into it. Our very first episode. I'm really nervous to be honest. So this is going to be all over the place, which is very much in the spirit of the name, but I wanted to take the time to introduce myself, introduce the podcast, let y'all know what the hell this is going to be about and yeah, just have a little bit of fun in the very first episode. So I, <laughs> I hope you guys had fun listening to that little jingle. I made it last night at like 3 a.m. And there are, oh my gosh, let me count. I think there's nine, yeah, there's nine different tracks. So nine different me's, me on top of myself singing it. And <laughs> I literally just shed a tear about 20 minutes ago because I somehow deleted more than half of them. And so I just had to redo it all. Um, and for a brief second, I was like, is this worth it? But you know what? It is. I think it's fun. I'm leaving it in. I'm keeping it. I think it's fun. So that being said, that leads me into who I am. That gave a little context clue clearly that I sing. But hey, guys, uh, my name is Riley. It is spelled R-Y-L-I. And all my social media is I am Riley. So I a-M-R-Y-L-I, and you can find me on all those things. Please chat with me. I love it. Um, but yeah, I have been the most nervous for introducing myself, which is so dumb um, because I who knows me better than I know myself, which apparently I don't. So I was so nervous that I delayed the intro and decided to text some of my friends and family to describe me, which is, again, so lame. So I am going to first attempt to describe myself so that I can bring some credibility to this podcast because, you know, if you hate your host, you're definitely not going to listen to the show. So howdy. Uh, my name is Riley. I am 25 years old. I That makes me want to throw up, but the pandemic stole so many. Anyway. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I was born in New Mexico, and I feel like anytime I give a detail like that, it feels like I'm just straight giving away my social security number. But yeah, those are uh, basic facts about me. I am one of four siblings, and I love my siblings. They are my best friends. Uh, I have some pretty cool parents. I am Mexican and Hungarian. Uh, what else? Uh, those are such dumb details about me. But oh, well, circling back to why I mentioned the jingle is because clearly I'm a singer. Uh, that is my actual job is I'm a singer songwriter. I make music. I'm a recording artist. You can find all my stuff on Spotify. It's all under Riley, which again is spelled R-Y. L-I, I promise I'll stop plugging it soon. Probably not. But yeah, so that's what I do. I make music for a living. Uh, it's my whole passion. It's my whole whole life. I've been doing it since I was, my gosh, I started when I was three or four uh, and I put out my first song when I was 13. So, you know, that's music is my whole, my whole life. It's my whole reason for being. I also am really lucky too because I get to teach kids music, which is pretty amazing, and they are pretty amazing. So, how do you a little shout out to that? But uh, that's kind of the main thing. I would love to do some uh, singing on here too, which may be weird. I don't know if podcasts can you do that on podcasts. It's my podcast. I can do whatever I want. I may sing on here at some point, do some acoustic versions of songs and things like that, so you guys can hear a little bit. It could be incredibly cringy, but I, you know, no promises. But we'll try it. We'll see if it's not weird. Other than basic facts, personality stuff, uh, clearly I am a hot mess. I'm all over the place. 
straight chaos all the time, which is where this name came from. Good chaos. Uh, th- shout out to my older brother, Robbie. We were, we were sitting there one day. Uh, he just came to town for Christmas and we we're sitting there and we're talking about just how we're kind of the yin and yang to each other because he's very, very, very organized and prepared and reliable, which I think I am too, but I don't necessarily always have a plan and I kind of just do things when I feel like doing them. <laughs> and when I do do them, it's just all over the place. But you know, it always gets done. But anyways, uh, he was saying that his nickname for me would be chaos if he had to pick one. And so then I thought, is that a bad thing? And he said, no. It's just, it's, it's just who you are. It's just, you know, so he said, it's a good thing. And so I was like, oh, good chaos. Okay. And that's how we got here. But yeah, I'm a hot mess, but I have fun doing it. Feel things. Oh my gosh. With my whole chest, you know, I think I'm a good person overall. So. But if you're wondering what my family and friends said about me, I will share because I, that's what I'm here for. Um, gosh. So they said some really nice things. Actually, they said that very bright, very joyful, a bright person to be around, very independent, someone who doesn't quit, relentless, caring and loving to those around her. So nice. Loyal, passionate. Like they said, they said very nice things. (laughs) One person said bubbly and anxious, but always puts others first. My little sister said that I'm a bully. It's a good joke. It's a, it's a great joke even Rebecca, but not true. And I still love you. And then this was so funny. I sent it. I asked my brother, and he sent me uh, kind of like a little bio. I'll read you a little part of it at the end. But he was with his girlfriend, Katie. Shout out to Katie. And she sent me this like very great bio. So I'm going to read it to you. She said, Riley is a singer-songwriter who's been performing her whole life. She lives in Phoenix where she was raised with her three siblings. She has an adorable golden retriever named Rio. He is adorable and he weirdly has, oh, like 26,000 followers on Instagram. And it is so meta. Is the most meta experience I've ever had that my dog is famous. But anyway, uh, she enjoys kickboxing and spending time with spending time with her family, especially her grandma, who she watches Dancing with the Stars with every week. I do. Shout out Dancing with the Stars and Nana. Uh, she is a 5'10 hottie who is single. Is there any successful kind men in the room looking? Thank you, Katie. Uh, my brother said to include the fact that my life is chaotic and that I'm trying to figure out my place in the chaos trying to be the best version of myself pushing every day because i know i can't control the chaos but can be positive chaos that sounds like a commercial it really does sound like i'm selling myself but hopefully you guys won i you guys will learn more things but my whole goal on this is to be as open and vulnerable as possible i don't like gimmicks i don't like I don't, yeah, I just don't, I don't like gimmicks. And I think that's been my thing that I've been missing on the podcast kind of realm is that I want to listen to a podcast and feel like I'm chatting with my friends. You know, I don't want it to feel like, like I'm, like I'm being preached to or sold something or sold a kind of brand, you know, and that is kind of the weird thing with social media right now is everything is so Oh my gosh, it's all marketing, you know, and I just want, I just want something real. I want to actually be friends with them. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a pity friend. So podcasts are funny because originally the first time I kind of got onto podcasts, I didn't really understand it because obviously I'm a musician. And so when I'm in the car, you know, music is what I listen to. That is my thing. So I didn't really understand podcasts. It felt really down. It felt really slow. Clearly I have a attention uh, issues. I (laughs) surely do have ADD. Just got a positive diagnosis a couple months ago, which was not surprising to anybody 
but yeah, so it just felt slow and it felt, I, I didn't really understand it. I, there were so many podcasts out that I didn't even know where to start. It felt like people probably liked different things than I did. So I kind of waited it out and found some podcasts that felt authentic to what I like and kind of the things I'm interested in. And the more that I listened to these people, I realized that it is so nice to feel seen and heard in a space like that, to just turn on a podcast and listen to someone and feel like they're in the room with you chatting, you know? So that's the whole goal of this is to figure out who I am, how to better myself and how to just live how to live. And I know it's weird to have the plan be to not have a plan, but honestly, that is, that's what I want this podcast to be. I don't want it to be structured. I don't plan things out uh, in advance. I just kind of have a couple of little bullet points that maybe I want to touch on and Lord knows I don't ever necessarily even hit them. So (laughs) I think it's just the plan is to be authentic, have real conversations with real people about real life and I, you know, hope to have some of my friends and people on here to discuss life together. That would be so fun and things like that. But, you know, the real thing, the real tea here, well, I'll get kind of serious and vulnerable for a second here, but I originally started my first podcast, um, gosh, I think like six months ago, maybe longer. I don't know time, but I put it out without telling anybody I was doing it. I just recorded something. I was having a really, really severe panic attack. So I, it was five in the morning, four or five in the morning, and I could I was crawling out of my skin. So I drove up to the top of this mountain by me, and I sat there, and I opened up my phone, and I opened up my voice memos, and just decided to kind of word vomit everything that I was feeling, talk about it out loud because I'm really big into naming it. If I say it out loud, then I can process it and figure it out, right? But if I keep it inside, it is a it's a it is a battle zone inside this mind of mine. So, I have to name it. So, I sat there, talked it out, I think for like 15 minutes, and that ended up being my first podcast episode of that podcast. But I wasn't ready. (laughs) I wasn't ready yet for a podcast, but I knew that if I didn't put it out, I would never do it. So I'm really excited to start this chapter and really, you know, lean into this and not be afraid of it anymore because I was so terrified. I'm a singer, so it didn't feel like something that I knew how to do. I didn't know anything about podcasts. I still don't really know. I don't know what I'm doing, to be honest, but I just think that's kind of the premise of it is that you don't get to reap the benefits of trying new things if you don't start and how wonderful they can start to evolve if you just kind of go for it. So that is what this podcast is. So the plan is to drop episodes on Sunday so that, you know, you can take your little self-care day and kind of realign yourself for the week. That is my plan, at least. Sundays are my favorite day of the week. So Sundays are going to be the day when they drop. I want to get into what I actually planned to talk about today and get into our very first episode's theme, which is finding your way back home to yourself. And the reason why I picked this theme, it's been, listen, it's been a whole thing because the first episode is really scary because it feels like all this pressure, right? And I was very, very, very nervous because I thought, oh my God, I gotta gotta have a great topic. I gotta, it's gotta be a great episode. It's gotta be you know, it feels like a pilot of a, of a TV show. It's the first thing. So I put so much 
pressure picking this topic that I put this off recording this episode for so long because I was so scared. I just didn't feel like anything would be good enough to live up to the pressure of the very first episode. But in the spirit of the new year, I sat down with myself and decided that I did have one goal. I'm never going to say resolution because I hate that word, but I did have one goal that I wanted to accomplish this year, and that was finding my way back home to myself. So I'm going to set the scene here and kind of explain what's been going on for the last couple of new years. Oh my gosh. The last two, three, actually, honestly, the last five years have been really rough for me. And Lord knows I have struggled with anxiety, depression. My, my, my poor body and brain and heart just have been struggling really, truly like two ends that I eventually will describe, but that are just really sad. I don't, you know, it makes me sad, but this year, I just think with everything that the pandemic has taught me is that time is precious. Time is precious and time is now and you are now. And it just kind of really made me realize how much I have been trying to fit myself and my life into this molded image of what I think everything should be. And in doing so, I have inevitably failed of course because i set myself up for failure that was the whole that's the whole premise of this is that i want to live to live i don't want to live to accomplish tasks i don't want to live to have a very set mindset of how i think my life should look of course there's things that i want and of course there's things that i'm striving for and working towards and i'd love to learn and grow duh as one does, but finding my way back to myself. And what I mean by that truly is finding my way back to myself when I, when I started, when I first came to earth, that sounds really weird, but truly, I mean, because here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever sat and watched home videos of yourself and just seen this really, you know, the childlike joy that you have, this kind of carefree attitude everything's great. Everything is, you have this crazy amount of confidence in yourself. You can do anything. You can be anything. You can, you will try anything. And Lord knows you think you are the best at all when you're young. You do. And it is so precious and special. And that is how it's supposed to be, right? So I want you to think back. I, this is what I did recently to what personality traits that you had when you were young and how, what you were like what your overall persona was like and how you viewed yourself, right? So I was crazy. I was nuts. I was crazy. I was like I am now. I was still bubbly and really fun and, you know, enjoyed the same things. But I really did have this sense of self and this sense of um, purpose. And no one could tell me no. No one could tell me I wasn't good. And no one could tell me that I wasn't good enough, right? So I was crazy confident without any credibility. And I really did believe that I could, you know, take on and just change the world and do all these things. I felt beautiful and I felt loved and I thought I was funny. I thought I was artistic. I thought I was talented. And, you know, there was moments that they've been talking about them as core memories. They say that you have these core memories and those are times that when you're young that you really remember. And they're very specific to that person. You know, they're specific to me and yours are going to be specific to you. But I always think of the moments where you know, we're just sitting at recess with your friends and I would close my eyes and put my face up towards the sun and feel the warmth of the sun on my skin. 
and just feel alive. You know, I just felt alive in that moment. Or when I'd get up on stage and sing for the first time, I wasn't there to impress anybody. I wasn't there to put on a show. I was there because I loved singing and I wanted to perform and it made me happy. I did things because they made me happy, right? I would draw. I would draw drawings. I would color pictures. I would write songs. I would make dances. I would paint. I would just create to create. And over time, you know, as people do, people start to say comments about you and they start to tell you who you are. They start to tell you what you think and they start to tell you things about yourself that aren't even necessarily always true, but they feel so true. They feel so true in the moment. So people start to say all these comments and make this, uh, this, this, I don't know, they start to make this picture of what you're like and they tell you all the time. And you really do start to believe that that's how you're actually like because you hear it enough and it, it, it clicks. So then all of a sudden this perspective that you had of yourself starts shifting, right? And who are you anymore? Are you even that same person? Have you just completely changed and detached yourself? And for me, I just felt like I had lost this love and this uh, excitement about life and things like that. And just this true confidence and love for myself. Um, because yeah, the things that people say, they really does, it sticks to you. And then you start to quiet the loud parts of yourself, you know? Um, that's the part, I think that's the part that makes me sad. I could, honestly could, it makes me get teary-eyed talking about it. But when you're growing up, you are just being a kid. You're just living your life. You're having fun. You're doing the things you love, being who you are, right? And then you start to realize that you have to you start trying to make yourself smaller to fit into these spaces that people have made for you. And you start quieting yourself down, quieting your voice. Your opinions don't come out as much. Your personality doesn't come out as much. Uh, you're not doing as much of the things that you love. And it is, oh my God, it's so heartbreaking. And I, I hate that it's a thing. You start trying to avoid conflict or confrontation or humiliation by other people by trying to kind of start to merge into this the you know what life is like with other people and so then doing that you just completely lose who you are and we start losing who we are as our original selves and our original voice and our original laugh and view of ourselves and that all starts to drastically shift really quick and it hurts really bad especially because whew, sometimes it just feels like you're never gonna get that person back you're never gonna be that little person that just was so fearless and had fun in the world and was truly unapologetically themselves. So that is my <laughs> New Year's goal is I really want to get back into being loud in who I am um, and realizing there's a video that I watched on TikTok and he said, you are fascinatingly complex and deserving person. And if you become quiet for so long that you've forgotten what your own voice is like, it's time to start rediscovering who you are again. And it's true. It's time. It's time to start really undigging the parts of you that have gone away to fit into an impossible and unachievable mold because it doesn't exist. And your happiness is, is all that matters in this moment. I'm trying to go back and restart to kind of really relearn myself. What do I love? Who do I love? Um, what makes me happy? What makes me have fun? What are the things that I enjoy? What do I enjoy about myself? Uh, you know, and just kind of really retouching that all again. But it's, you know, it's hard. Something like the pandemic, this is something that really has drastically changed our world, completely shook our world up. 
And it's like, how do you get back to being yourself? How, what are the steps that you take to, to feeling like you again? And I think the answer to that is just, again, doing the things that make you happy. You have to start with these little steps and do the things that tune in with your frequency and your own personal sonic signature, I like to say. <laughs> um, and that looks different for every, every different person. What makes me happy and what makes me feel like I'm being me definitely is not going to be the same for somebody else. For some people, it may be, you know, waking up in the morning and starting with a hot cup of coffee and taking a moment to yourself to take in the world. Uh, and for others, it may be starting a project that you never thought you could do because you weren't skilled enough in your head or had enough information to start, blah, blah, blah. For me, it's writing music. That makes me happy. Uh, for me, what else it is? It's, I love to boxing. I love boxing. That's my mindful moment. I love being out in nature. love spending time with people that I love. Those things feel like I am fully immersed in the world. And then as you continue to do things that you genuinely thought that you could never do, then you'll slowly start to build up that confidence again and your belief in self. And then you'll know in those harder days that you've seen worse and that you got through it and you did hard things you never thought you could. And then you start pouring your energy back into yourself and then that pours into other parts of your life just naturally. And then that childlike confidence that you had starts to come back. That is the thing. It's just, you know, when I was young, I would have never, if someone said, hey, you should, you should start to do a pod, you should do a podcast. That'd be, that'd be a cool thing for you to do. I would never be, I would never say as a kid, I'd be so bad at that. Absolutely not. Why would it, why in the world would I do that? No, absolutely not. I would, I would say, you know what? Yeah, it would be great. And then I would sit there and I would sketch out, I would start planning out the details because I don't need information. I would just start, I would just do, I would just do it. When you are authentically you and truly unapologetically you, then you start to vibrate on a frequency that attracts people and things in your life that you want, right? Because you're just doing things out of love. That is the purest form of what you can be. And then from there, your life starts to evolve because you are just being yourself and you're not trying to do anything else but that. Everyone assumes and phrases it, you know, all these kind of positivity counts on social media and things like that. They phrase it as self-love is learning to heal. It's learning to fix the parts of you that are hurt, right? Learning to shift a mindset, confronting your traumas and et cetera. And I think, you know, that is true and it can be a part of it. Definitely. It's not, I'm not going to disclaim that. I think really true self-love is accepting and loving yourself for who you are, where you're at right now. And knowing that you are not, you are not a multitude of problems that need to be fixed. And that you, just being you, being yourself in this moment is enough. Right now, without any action, you are deserving of love, whole, and you are enough. And I have read, oh my gosh, I have read every self-help book possible. I have journaled, I have meditated, I've gone to therapy and the whole thing. Um, you know, when I got diagnosed with ADD a couple months ago, I got on, I went to a psychiatrist and got a medication that I think has really helped. I've seen a huge difference, but inside internally, I think the true shift happened when I really started to understand that I am not, I am, oh my gosh, this, I, I am not a problem to be fixed. I am not a problem to be fixed. You are not a problem to be fixed. I am not a person that is 10 steps away from greatness if I just heal my trauma or just go after the things I want or fix the things that don't feel inherently positive about me, right? 
you are not a problem to be fixed. And oh my gosh, when I say that out loud, even my chest gets tight because it's just like, oh, I am a, and you are, we are, we are living, breathing, growing human beings who are whole, who are loved and deserving of good things since the day you arrived, right? We all are. And it's hard that self-help culture really perpetuates this idea that there's a checklist of things you have to tick off in order to get there. And it's just not true. You are enough right now. And learning and growing is amazing and so fun in life. Love that. Uh, But love is not transactional, right? You don't have to earn your love. You don't have to do things to get people to love you. You don't have to do things for yourself to get yourself to love yourself, right? You don't have to uh, accomplish XYZ or be this kind of person that you want to be in order to love yourself or to be loved by others. And once you truly believe that, that's when I, I think you'll start to notice that your circle fills up with people who love you for who you are and and not what they want you to be. And I think that is the, the key of the year for me is that I want to stop being scared to take up space. I think as a woman, that is uh, something, Ooh, that is a big thing. I don't, I don't know if I've talked about this at all, but something that I notice that I do a lot, if I'm in a grocery store or if I'm in a, a public space, I immediately, if someone bumps into me, I apologize to them. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I, uh, excuse me, right? I am so hyper aware of my surroundings, of the space I'm occupying, how I'm behaving in that space, whether it's an appropriate behavior, whether I'm being annoying or whether I'm being tolerable, quote unquote, whether I'm imposing on anybody or inconveniencing them in any way. Can't live like that anymore. And that is my my thing this year is that I just do, I don't want to be afraid to take up space and I don't want to be afraid to be a quote unquote loud person. And I don't mean that actually loud. I'm actually very introverted and I am uh, confusing because I'm a very uh, performative extrovert and I I can do well in social situations, but inside I'm freaking out the entire time. I'm incredibly anxious. It's that I want to feel confident in myself and not change who I am to make people comfortable, right? And And that means across the board in all areas of my life. I don't want to, I don't want to do that in my career. I don't want to do that in relationships. I don't want to do that with my friends. I don't want to do that with my family. I do not want to give everybody this kind of condensed, smaller version of myself. It's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair to me. And it's not fair to that little girl that really, truly believed that she could do anything and just was living, you know? So I hope that we can kind of get there together this year, that we can figure out who we are again and get back to that that space so finding our way back home to ourselves yeah so anyway that is our first episode you guys thanks for listening to my brain and i'm so open to suggestions give me ideas of who you guys want to hear on the podcast what you want to hear things you want to talk about if you have any questions to me about you know my life or what i've gone through or things that i know not that i'm an expert on anything this is only the beginning And you know what? I'm going to say it. I am really proud of myself because I was so nervous about recording this and putting this out. And it is very vulnerable and very scary to do something like this. So if I can do it, you absolutely can do whatever you want to do. 
we just gotta we gotta push through the we're gonna push through the scary stuff together you guys we really are so just know i love you and i will see you guys next sunday bye